0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford, and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you are all keeping safe and well wherever you are in the world right now. So today I wanted to touch upon a little bit more of a law of attraction topic as I know a lot of my podcasts, well, my solo, co- my solo podcast, should I say, have obviously been focused on the current climate and everything that's been going on. So I wanted to share some law of attraction inspiration to you today. And what better way than talking about something which is very topical for me right now because Positively Wealthy, my new book, my second book is available for pre-order now on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Waterstones, basically any bookstore you can think of in store and- online plus Amazon worldwide. So it's an exciting time, um, as much as a strange time as well, obviously with everything going on in the world, where people are turning to manifestation, turning to spirituality more. So today I wanted to talk to you, um, what obviously comes up in the book, what you can expect from it, and also to talk about real wealth, positively wealthy, how to have a positively wealthy life, and money mindset as well. So what inspired me to write this book, which I actually started writing April last year, gosh, a year ago already, which was flown by, And I had no intentions of writing a second book anytime soon. After writing Spiritual Queen, I was very much like, you know, that's it for a while. I'm just gonna chill. I've done so much over the last few years. I'm just gonna chill. And the universe was like, (laughs) good one. Um, So at my um, Spiritual Queen book launch, which we had in Dorset, um, with all my friends and family and bloggers and press, et cetera, which was an amazing, amazing night full of so much love, so much celebration, and it was just awesome. And we hired a psychic um, to just do some kind of like, you know, mini readings for people to add to add to the fun and festivities as such. And I thought, right, I better get in there first because <laughs> otherwise I won't see her um, for the rest of the night because I'll be talking to everybody. So the first thing she said was, you realise your next book's going to be about money. And I was like, lol, no, it's not. What are you on about? Like I've left my coupon queen days behind. It's not me anymore. I'm all spiritual queen. And I was just like, what on earth is she saying? I'm definitely not going to write a second book on money. And she said, you need to realise that your your past work is just as relevant now. And I was like, no, it's not. It's couponing. What is she on about? So I really dismissed this whole reading. I was like, it's not happening. And I was just like, I'm also not gonna be writing a book for a few years. Um, And then sort of February came and I was having more conversations with friends and people who were saying like, Emma, you really need to talk about money more in your work. You're so grounded and practical with your money, but also spiritual as hell. Like you have such a good relationship with money. You need to share this with people more. Like your coupon work seems more like, you know, relevant now than it ever has before, but with your spiritual twists. And I was like, oh, funny universe. You're just bringing in these conversations, eh? And I could see it. And I was like, I definitely want to talk about it more. I agree with you, but, definitely didn't think it warranted a whole entire book so March came last year and the idea for Positively Wealthy dropped in my head when I started I definitely thought it was going to be a book on wealth I felt very drawn to wealth and what real worth was what real worth financially wealth and busting a lot of the bullshit in the industry in terms of worth in terms of money just yeah it was, it was very much focused on that, but what actually evolved from starting to write the book was so much more. So again, no plans to write this, but it just flowed as as it always does. When inspiration hits and the universe is like, you're birthing this, it happens. And it obviously, like, I was really grateful to be able to flow, like, you know, a, a great book to flow really easily and for it I don't know, it just felt really natural to write it. So the book definitely evolved as I went along this journey and just as spiritual queen, I went through another awakening as such in my life. Although I feel like the awakening was before, this was an awakening um, of different sorts, a mini awakening to what real wealth meant to me, how my version of wealth had been wrong all this time and how I'd been really chasing the wrong version of wealth. So it first hit me in... October slash November of the 2018 when I sold my business. Selling my business was the last thing on my vision board. I had achieved everything, manifested everything off my vision board, as you guys will know. And that was the last thing. And I was sat there waiting for the money to hit my bank account. And I thought, oh my God, this is it, Emma. You've made it. Like you've achieved everything. You can slow down. You can celebrate. Like you can throw a massive party after this. You don't need to manifest anything else. You are sorted, babes. And it was a weird moment of resistance, absolutely, um, to that concept and also of just thinking that this money was somehow going to change my life. This money was somehow going to change this unfulfillment I felt within myself. So the money hit my account and within 10 minutes, I transferred it to the account where it needed to be, invested it where I needed to invest it and also put it into my savings. So I was very sensible with it, of course. and that money, as soon as it came in, was pretty much locked away or invested within 10 minutes. So within 10 minutes, I'd gone from having all of this money to having the same bank balance in my you know, normal bank account. And it was really interesting at that point because I sat there and I thought, I don't feel any different. And that to me was such an awakening moment of, fuck, there is something off here. Like you have achieved everything on your vision board and you're not happy what what is this <laughs> what is this and i felt so ungrateful in some terms because i have such an amazing life and i had all these blessings around me and i you know i had money which had just come to me which literally changed my life and i felt the same as before and that was when that penny dropped for me of this is not your version of wealth the book deal the career the money the validation Everything, everything I've achieved in my career, which I'm so blessed and grateful for. It's not that I'm not, it's that it wasn't my version of wealth. And I thought it was because that was what this, you know, society has taught us that, you know, money, success, fame, whatever you want to call it, is wealth it's wealth and that's not what my version of wealth was. And this is a big theme in the book of redefining what your version of wealth is and making sure that your goals are your own and not someone else's. Because it can be so easy to get into this law of attraction, rat race as such of thinking that you need to be a coach, you need to do this, you need a seven figure business. Well, someone else has got an eight figure business. And I was like, what is this noise? What is this? Because this is like really unaligning a lot of people to what they need to be doing. Not what everyone else is doing, what they need to be doing. So very quickly, this book evolved into redefining your version of wealth, talking about what real wealth is in terms of money, absolutely, but also what your soul wealth is. So what, so for me, you know, I thought that, like I said, it was business, it was success, money. And I realised that actually none of that was my real wealth and that real wealth to me meant my personal life. So having a healthy work and personal life balance, having, you know, a family, being a wife, having children, that was my true version of wealth. And because i had been so focused on that wrong version of wealth, I hadn't been putting energy or focus into my personal life, which meant it didn't look that great. Um, And you know, it was a big struggle for me and that in itself was a big challenge to overcome and to heal. Um, And this is where all of this misalignment came from, where I was like, whoa, like you've achieved everything on your vision board, but you're not fulfilled. There is the work. There is that inner work that needs to be done. So I do definitely cover money relationships, how to have a positive and grounded relationship with money and spiritual, because it's important. And I feel that, you know, as a spiritual community, people are either good with money, bad with money, don't want money, think it's greed, or they can't keep money. So there's definitely a mixed array of relationships of money. And I I do agree that my money saving background and my practicality with money also is really spiritually beneficial because I've mixed the two together to create a formula that really works for me, really works for my clients and just makes sense. Just makes sense. It's not that spirit, really spiritual out there stuff. Where I am just like, just trust guys, just trust money's gonna come to you. No, I give you the practical stuff. I'm like, right, here's how you actually manifest the money and create it in your life because you've got to take inspired action as well. So there's like loads of practices for that. And what really became apparent to me from starting that book, like starting writing it, was that I wanted to make it a practice book. I love practice books. As you guys will know, I really loved the magic. That was the pretty much the first spiritual, it was the first spiritual book that I read. Um, And obviously that follows 28 days of practices and stuff. So I was really passionate about creating a law of attraction practice book that took law of attraction to the next level, because you know me, I don't like to keep it basic. I've, you know, learned the lessons along the way, learned the work that needs to be done. So I'm like, right, how can I make this into my five step law of attraction process? as you would have read in Spiritual Queen, I do believe there's five steps to the law of attraction and there's so many different aspects we need to work with to create a clear channel for manifesting in abundance. So I was like, right, how can I practically put these into 33 channeled practices for people to manifest sustainable wealth and abundance in all areas of their life, which is the tagline. Um, and for me, it was just really great to bring these practices together because it follows the five steps of manifestation, ask, believe, trust, let go, receive. So those are my five steps that I work with and share with you guys because they really do work. And when you can see those extra two steps, it makes it so much easier, so much easier and clearer for you to to work through. So all the, all the practices in the book work through those five steps to get you to that place. And sustainability is really a word I'm passionate about um, in all areas of my life, especially with the book, because sustainability was something I didn't have. And sustainability is something which is really important in business, in life, and in everything, because I'm sure you can relate to this as well. I had manifestations that didn't last and they didn't last because I hadn't done that inner work. I hadn't done that inner journey, that feminine work, um, you know, just the real deep inner work and the journey meaning that I was manifesting them, but I wasn't sustainably able to keep them. And I say this in business as well, like you have to build solid foundational steps with your business, with your life, with your manifestations, because if you have dodgy foundations, you know, it's a, it's like a Jenga tower, it's just going to collapse. So, you know, you need to have those solid foundations in your manifestations, in your business, in your life, so that you can build up on solid foundations. This is sustainability. There are people out there who want this, you know, know five minutes to fame get there have the six-figure coaching business in 10 minutes it doesn't bloody work like that and you're not you may get that I'm not saying you're not gonna get that but it's not gonna last building up sustainably always lasts and you are here for a lifetime this is the first sentence in the book you are here for a lifetime not a season sustainability is something you need to aspire to not you know these quick fixes, having everything quickly, because sometimes if you have things quickly, you're not gonna have them for life and you're still gonna have to do that work. So doing the work and finding fulfillment now in the present moment will mean that everything you manifest will be sustainable, will be your version of wealth, will be true to you and will last. And this is what I take you through in the entire book, all of this. So there's lots of great themes to the book, which all really complement each other. And I work through with you as though the three steps of redefining your version of wealth, which I won't spoil for you. Um, but the 33 day um, channel practices are so much fun. They're really manageable as well. Like I made sure they were manageable for people by testing it on a few test readers. I was like, are these like, are you able to do them? Cause I know what I'm like, I love tasks and I love doing spiritual stuff each day, but I'm like, okay, for a busy person, does this work? Is it sustainable? Can you keep up with it? So, you know, I've, I've tested it out. I've had such good feedback already, which is great. And I'm just so excited for you guys to read this. I'm so excited for you get, for you to get your hands on it. So the eBooks are up available already, the paperback.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
1: available already the audiobook will be available for june as well so as an update on release dates because obviously i thought it was the 9th of june for everything with everything that's going on in the world the ebook and audiobook are still coming out on june the 9th so if you're an eager beaver like me um and you want it on june the 9th then you can get the audiobook um that will be uploaded to the to the pre-order soon that's not up currently so that will probably be available more closer to the launch date um and obviously the ebook as well the kindle will will be available as well on June the 9th. So the paperback is coming out on the 8th of September, abundance number, all my numbers have lined up. I was like, please be spiritual numbers that all of these come out on. Um, So September the 8th is for the paperback. So if you want the paperback, you'll have to wait, sadly, three more months, but that is what is happening to every publisher and every author out there at the moment with delays and obviously Amazon not prioritising books and just distribution. It's just not physically possible, and it's better to wait and get your books on the day than you know rush launch it in June, and nobody has books for weeks so yeah that's that's what Watkins have decided, and I think that's definitely sensible um and you know at least we at least they've still released the audiobook and the Kindle as well that's the most important thing, otherwise everything could have been september, so also exciting is uh, my good friend Natalia um pushed me. I was like, oh, I just feel like I need to create a journal or something. And I wasn't thinking about the book. Um, and she was like, I think you need to create a money journal. And I was like, really? No, and this is the thing with both the book and the journal, I've been like, really? I, I don't know. And then I'm like, okay, right. The universe clearly wants this to happen. I'm just gonna have to flow with this. So thank you to Natalia for pushing me to do this. Um, positively pushing though, positively Virgo encouragement um, from a fellow Virgo. Um, because I and I was gonna do the journal myself for my merchandise store on my website and my Etsy store. But I thought, no, pitch it to Watkins. What's the worst thing that could happen here? So I pitched it to Watkins my publishers and they absolutely loved it. So I'm in the final stages of completing the manuscript right now, which is really exciting, and the positively wealthy journal is coming out on the 8th of December this year. So the paperback and the um journal actually come out closer, which I think is better because I was like, "Oh my god, there's going to be 6 months between them. Like people might get quite frustrated about that but the fact there's only three months now between the paperback and journal i'm like this is good this is good so it's all worked out in divine timing but the journal again is so exciting so the journal's more focused on money and that's what i really wanted to make clear with it it focuses on wealth it focuses on abundance in all areas of your life but it's definitely more of a money journal for money manifestations money relationship and giving you good accountability with your finances so there's really practical stuff in there like budgeting um income expenses, manifestation tools, practices, journaling in there to manifest money and to focus on your wealth mindset and to also I have put generic practices in there for law of attraction and your other goals as well because I think it's important and obviously I want it to reflect everything the book does. Um, so they are completely different practices to the book. That's what I really wanted to you know, keep separate was they complement each other, but equally there's new practices and journaling and really cool things. Like it's gonna look awesome guys. Like I am so pleased with what I've channeled for this journal because it's just awesome, I wanna fill it out already. Um, And I'm not just saying that because I've written it, like I have to generally be excited about things to feel passionate about them and launch them. So for me, I'm like, if I really wanna do this, this is a good sign. So I'm super excited for that as well. But in terms of how you can create your positively wealthy life now, before June, before September, before December, when you get your books, um, you know, some really good tips is to look at your version of wealth, to sit with yourself today and ask yourself, are my goals my goals or are they someone else's goals? So really sit with your manifestation board, your vision board, whatever, and just say, do these feel in alignment to me? Do these feel like my own? Or do I feel like I'm having to work towards these because that's the thing you should do. Everyone else is doing it in your business, in your life, whatever. And it's really deconstructing the, I guess what we're all kind of installed with in society of what we should do at certain points of our life where we should be, what should we, what we should do in business, how to be a successful coach, all of these things. No, ignore all of it. You know what you need to do to be successful in life. You know what is gonna bring you wealth and joy and fulfillment. You've just gotta listen to it. So just sit with your vision boards, sit with your manifestations and see what you can do with them and whether they feel true to you, whether you're like, actually, I was just putting this on here because I thought that's what, would make me wealthy. I put this on here because I thought it'd make me feel positively wealthy, but I'm not sure it does. And it's okay to change your mind with our manifestations with everything. It's okay to evolve and change and to realize that maybe this isn't quite how you saw it in the beginning and actually your manifestation has evolved since. And that's really powerful because from that point you can move forward and get even more clearer and even more aligned to it, which means it's gonna pull it into your reality for you. So another great question for yourself is to sit down today and say, in what areas of my life do I currently not feel positively wealthy? So it may help to write down a list of areas that you do feel positively wealthy and you feel happy, you you feel fulfilled, like everything's cool and then think about okay what areas of my life do not currently feel good what areas of my life do I not currently feel positively wealthy in and this is your key this is where you're going to start to do that work so the key is to then you know discover those those areas and to go into that inner work and obviously the practices in the book help you to go into that inner work and give you really practical tools meditations journaling loads of things you can go and do to to clear these, to work through these and to clear that way for abundance in all areas of your life. as well as focusing on maybe what's not working well and going into that inner work is to also focus on what feels positively wealthy in your life so instead of distracting yourself with it what I mean is to feel grateful for it so feel grateful be aware of how great that feels and how you want to feel that energy in those areas that maybe don't feel positively wealthy right now and the way you're going to do that is by going in and doing that inner work by addressing the things that maybe you are avoiding by looking at that elephant in the room and being like, right, come on then, what have you got to say? What have we got to do here? And the work can feel scary sometimes. The work can almost be hiding, if I'm honest. Like I definitely, you know, I'm someone who's very conscious I do the work. Oh God, I do the work. And, you know, I I turn up for it. I face it head on. I'm like, come on then, right, what have I got to learn? come on, show me the show me the message, show me the lesson, let's do it. But sometimes it doesn't come up until it's ready to. And sometimes it can come out in layers as well where you think you've healed something and then something else comes up and you're like, whoa, okay, where did that come from? And it's not that you haven't done the work, it's just healing is not linear. Things come up in layers and the way that we work through wounds and maybe even past life stuff, if it's past life related or anything is it comes up when it's ready to, and when you're ready to see it. And there were definitely a lot of things I wasn't ready to see. And then having that kind of like epiphany moment with the money and with realising what my version of wealth was, suddenly all these doors open and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, there's, there's the avoidance. There's where I've just wanted to think positive and actually not done the inner work. And actually, again, reminding myself of key values in the law of attraction that, sometimes our ego just forget or like want us to kind of just not deal with and just focus on the positive stuff but really the true key to sustainability and having a positively wealthy life and and feeling fulfillment here in the present moment is through it not around it not backwards through it and It may not feel great to start off with, but you've got to go through that to get the good stuff. You've got to go through that to have the authentic good stuff so that you feel truly positively wealthy, meaning that you experience abundance in all areas of your life, not just half of it, not just some, but all areas of your life. And another great question, which I want to leave you with today is another great journaling question from the book, which is, am I hoping this will fill a void or will this simply add to the joy and happiness I already feel? And this is, again, something to look at when you're looking at your vision boards, when you're looking at your your lists, etc. Am I hoping this will fill a void or will this simply add to the joy and happiness I already feel? And asking yourself this is so important because I definitely thought a lot of my manifestations would fill a void and would fill that like wealth and worthiness void as such. Um... And it wasn't even related to wealth or money. It was in a completely different area of my life, but it was reflecting in that thinking that if I focused on my work and focused on what was working well in my life only, that that would magically fix everything, which it didn't. Because if you're not putting energy towards something, it's like a flower. If you're not watering it, it's gonna die after a while. Like, you know, you have to water things, you have to nurture things and, and put the light towards it, the energy towards it, the sunlight for, for it to grow and for it to nurture. So you have to like. Water water your plants in your garden equally of, you know, to, and that comes with self-care, that comes with boundaries, self-care, um, and, you know, loving yourself as well to, to water those plants and look after yourself because you're a plant that needs to be watered as well. So it's really nurturing your crops, your garden equally Um, so that, you know, so for instance, if your work life's going really well, you're, you're obviously watering and nurturing that, but are you nurturing and watering that personal life and vice versa? So it's really about acknowledging whether you think a manifestation is gonna fix something or whether it's gonna add to the wealth you already feel in your life and that fulfillment. And that's the key here. That's the key to hit that fulfillment so that anything that comes into your life is a positive addition to your life. It's not trying to solve a problem. It's not trying to fill a wound or heal a wound or, you know, fill a void that's there. You need to fill that so that abundance can pour into your life in all areas. And it's sustainable as well. That's important, sustainability. So I hope you have really enjoyed this podcast episode, guys, thank you so much for listening. And the link to go and check out my book and learn some more information on it is in the description down below or over on my website under books. So I hope you will enjoy Positively Wealthy. I will absolutely be talking more about these themes as it comes closer to the launch date in June. We'll be having a virtual launch party because obviously we can't have a physical one right now. So I will announce the details for that as well, but it will be June. The 9th probably 7 p.m bst um so i'm just trying to finalize the details of whether it's facebook whether it's instagram what we can do are we going to do a little workshop or are we just going to celebrate and have fun yeah i'm working out all the details but that's definitely in the pipeline to, to celebrate the launch and obviously i'm super excited and there's so much to come with the book as well obviously we've got the journal we've got gifts guys yeah we've got gifts So I'm just waiting for Giphy, or whatever you call the website to approve them. They've been in approval for a month. So keep your fingers crossed for that, because I'm like, we need to be using the gifts, guys. Come on. So the gifts are coming once they're approved, which obviously you can use on Giphy, you can use on Instagram. There's loads of places you can use them. And also tag me in your wealthy shelfies. So this is my hashtag I've created. Obviously we've got hashtag positively wealthy and hashtag wealthy shelfie as well. That is a tongue twister, try to say that a few times. Um, so what you can do is obviously if you see it in a bookstore even if it's on your own shelf any shelf is a shelf um, take your wealthy shelfie and tag me in them as I'm so excited to see them Um, and it's obviously my first book that's going to be in bookstores as well which is cool so it'll be really exciting to see that as well So head on over to my website, you can check out all the details. You can see what people have been saying about the book as well who have read it. Um, And yeah, lots of other goodness. And also there's resources with the book as well. So I put worksheets in there um, and a few other things that you can fill out. So there's also a resources section on the website where if you've got the book, you can log in and print some stuff off as well if you want the printed versions. So thank you so much guys for listening to my podcast episode this week. I hope you all are keeping safe and well um, and all the content I'm posting and everybody else in the spiritual community is really filling your cup right now and helping you through these times. And I just wanna say, I'm sending you all so much love and light. um, And I, yeah, I just hope that you are filling your own cup, feeling good and you know feeling as good as you can in this situation right like you know there's no right or wrong here of how you should feel this is new we're all going through it so I just want to say that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to feel okay some days too. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free law of attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. And of course, if you want to find out more about myself, my coaching or anything else I do, it's all over on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So I hope you have a great, week whatever you are up to and i'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues